calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to IGN UK Podcast 255. I'm Daniel Cooper. I'm hosting. Yeah? I only like hosting. Why? Because I'm more of a gag man. Uh, today, <laughs> today I'm joined by Gav Murphy. Hello. And Richard Burpart. Hello, hello. It's a while since been on properly. Yeah, hasn't it? a full it? episode. Yeah. Don't you like it? I think other people are a bit better. They're all out today, so. <laughs> hello. Usually you, you come in, like, you're usually scrutinised when you come on because um, last time you were on, Alex kicked you in the balls. Yeah, he did, yeah. What? Because I kept messing up the TriCaster edit. So why do, why the do they always mess up? Well, that's what, that's now we've ask. got three plans in place to make sure they don't. So, And Gav's in charge of it now. So, Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Like, out of my <laughs> own podcast that I do outside of work, like I've deleted maybe like eight or nine episodes. So that's something wow. for everyone to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if we don't post as frequently as we used to, um, maybe Gav's fault. Sweet. What is the podcast you do at home? Tell everybody. Regular features, it's called. No, we know what's plugged that. <laughs> yeah, it's happened now. Oh, no. beat that. oh great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. When I've when I've been in charge of deleting them, well, not deleting them. When I've been in charge of, uh, <laughs> it's good that it's really them. efficient. You've got someone in charge of deleting them. <laughs> yeah. If one week. People who subscribe to IGN UK podcast start getting regular features. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. There was there was one time where I remember myself doing it. Like there's li- like here, there's like the little on and off switch. Yeah, and I was just we were just waiting for the podcast, and I was just messing with it. And I just switch it down to off. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Like <laughs> I don't remember. You just had like a weird brain fog. You're like, I'm gonna switch I'm gonna it off. Switch the mic off. I'm gonna wreck it. I'm gonna wreck everything. Yeah. Shit. Big fan of Adam Deck. Yeah. Really big fan. Just <laughs> wreck the mic, yeah. <laughs> okay, so first up, what we've been up to this week. We've actually done stuff this week. Yeah, yeah. we had team out in to go see. I'm a bit ambivalent by this section always. Why? Because it, well, it's borderline showing off. Like we've gone to some cool stuff. Yeah, I guess so. It, but it also reminds me, uh, do you just, when you were in primary school, do you used to have a book that was like what you did at the weekend? Yeah. Mm. Do you remember this? And the exercise book was half like um, line paper and half... Blank, and you could draw oh, a picture yeah, yeah. representing what you did the weekend yeah, and then you summarised it. Have you done yeah. it for the podcast? No, but I always feel that's what, when we do this section, that's what I always imagine. Yeah. 
Anyway, mm. I'm going nowhere with that. Well, we but that's we, what my education was. I didn't do science. I guess it sort of is, but I mean, it's a, it's a sort of section that you guys have come up with way before I started. Yes, so. but you're in charge of the podcast now. So. Well, okay. <laughs> who knows? Okay. So, uh, what have we been up to? Went to see Big Hero 6 together as a big team, big team outing. And what did you think it was called? Hero Team 6. That would be the worst <laughs> name for a film ever. <laughs> big Hero 6 ain't much better. Yeah, Big Hero. What's that mean? I don't know. Is this supposed to be like broken English? Mm. Like Big Hero. It doesn't really make... It's a really annoying name because uh, obviously it's a really, the... really good film. What yeah, would you that's... call it if it wasn't called Big Hero 6? Fat Robot Man. <laughs> yes. Friend. Fat Robot Man that. friend. Funny Fat Robot Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Big Hero Six is not a good because the, the actual six thing doesn't come into it until really far into the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Like... So almost thinking whether there are six. Yeah, there are six. Yeah. Otherwise, mm. that would be a worse name. Yeah. But yeah. It's, I, you what don't really think of six. Big Hero Six Two. Uh, oh, good job they didn't take this with the X Men film. Big Heroes are uh, twenty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what did you guys think of it? Like, we I really liked it. it. I feel, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. I really liked it. I thought like the first hour was brilliant when yeah. you get to know the big fat robot man. Oh yeah, Baymax. He, just, yeah. Baymax is Baymax going to be yeah. the new group. He's hilarious. He's I, I want some Baymax figures was, definitely. That's the only thing I was looking yeah. at. I was like, I need that. I need that. I need that. You can probably make such a good um, little cuddly toy out of him. He would, yeah. Yeah. Or even like an inflatable toy. So for context, Baymax is a healthcare robot. So he's kind of like a nurse. Yeah. And he is a robot, but they want to make him look cuddly and friendly. Mm, so he's yeah. a non-threatening robot. So he's kind of this inflatable, vinyl, kindly-looking robot. Yeah, it's really it looks a bit cute. like a Marshmallow Man. Definitely, a little bit. yeah. 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 It's um, amazing physical comedy early on in that movie. For an animated yeah. movie, brilliant physical comedy. It must be really hard to direct and animate physical comedy yeah. in an animation. Yeah. You know, and- They've done that really well. well they always say I was about, cracking up. They always say yeah. about animators. Animators are shy actors or frustrated actors. Okay. And I can see that because, you know, you see that a lot. Like if you watch any kind of behind the scenes stuff at Pixar. Yeah. They have like mirror rooms where um, the animators can go and perform stuff. Right. And get tapes of them expressing it. And then they can use themselves ah, as reference. That's awesome. And a lot of animators will also have a mirror near the desk so they can like Do call expressions and stuff. And stuff yeah. yeah. Rich has got a mirror by his desk, but it's for different reasons, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He, he's very much like a budgie. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? He thinks he's outside. He's always nibbling a bit of cuttlefish. <laughs> How's that turned from this from Big Hero 6 to me looking at myself got you in the down, mirror? haven't we? Don't even have a mirror. Um, uh, but I, I, really, like, I really enjoyed it. I thought it maybe sort of... It was a bit sort of by the numbers after a while because it was, it was just you no, know, it was something completely different and like the new the new characters. I was thought, oh, I've genuinely never seen this kind of sort of uh, I don't know, I guess relationship like done so well in uh, in an animated film. And then I just I felt like it was going to do something really exciting. And it just didn't. Yeah, I almost mm. feel like he doesn't need the other four. I would be yeah. quite. I would have quite happily just watched him and Baymax, the Definitely, main character yeah. Hira. Yeah. Um, it's just their relationship. That was the thing that really got me mm. into that movie. I think his friends were a little bit annoying mm. and don't really add much rather Not than all, no. visual variety. Like, hey, they've got different powers. Different action uh, figures. Yeah. That so kids but, but, um, yeah. And obviously we should say it's based on a Marvel comic. Yeah. Like a, I think it's from late, late 80s, early 90s. It's not a very famous Marvel comic, no, but it feels like it a Disney film. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, mm. the, you know, it's more of a Disney film than it is a Marvel film. It's made under yeah. the Disney animation Umbrella, yeah. And we should say for Marvel fans, make sure that you stay. stick around. Yeah, there is a credits. post-credit sequence. Yeah, it's a little um, fun little sequence. Yeah. I, I liked that. I just thought like 
he, he looked awesome. Uh, and like, just thought like Baymax looked amazing. But mm. the other five, like their suits, I was like, I wasn't really that impressed with it. And like, I thought there were going to be more robots in it. Like mm. as someone who loves robots, like I've got robots tattooed on my arms. Like I thought there was going to be more robots in it. Because they, they've gone around with this cool thing going like, oh yeah, we're going to do this robot and this yeah. robot. It's like, oh no, they're just gonna be normal people with like laser arms. They're all, yeah. yeah, I always thought his his friends and the sporting characters were like some of the forgettable heroes in the Incredibles. Like just like, oh, yeah. they do this and that's that's actually true, yeah, yeah. definitely. A bit more throwaway. It was good. The but um the, the short before the movie as well. Okay. It's that was, brilliant. Yeah, was brilliant. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. So it's um called Feast. Yeah. Which yeah. is about a little dog oh and his God. insatiable appetite. I'm not sure if it's a French bulldog or a I Boston think a, Terrier. Yeah. Might be Boston Terrier. I thought you were going to be on the nose as well. Well, you know a very, sim- bulldog. I but a very bulldog. similar because it could be a Boston Terrier because he has slightly um, more elevated hind quarters. Mm. So um, that's breed standard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but it was the um, same as, what's the other one called? Paperman? What was that? What was oh, that other yeah. It's the same style, so it's 3D animation, yeah. but with hand drawing overlaid on top to yeah. create that very unique effect. And apparently, that's incredibly time consuming. So you're doing kind of two, st- like two wow. of the same stages. Because yeah. I think they once asked John Lester, "Will you ever do a full animated feature in that style?" And it's just prohibitive because it takes so much more time because you're right, basically okay. animating it twice. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I felt it was really good. Like again, in that, there's a lot of really funny physical yeah. comedy mm. like uh, the dogs although I did think like as someone who really is into dogs and knows about like dog health and stuff the shit that that guy was feeding him like yeah. you shouldn't have been feeling your yeah, dog yeah. that man no. I was wondering where that was going to go it was like is the dog <laughs> is this dog going to die not get, I thought the dog's going to get really obese <laughs> yeah, it didn't yeah. at all it was, it's not yeah. teaching kids very good things the, with the, the dog the latter yeah. half is just like him just in a vet, yeah, in a, hos- in a dog hospice. <laughs> like I shouldn't have fed him all that oh, bacon and eggs. Well, man. this went dark. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it was it was really funny though. It's yeah, it was cool, and that looked amazing. And mm. I think Big Hero Six looked amazing as well. There yeah, were some shots in that which I was blown away by. I breathtaking. Thought. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm. it's not out in the UK until January. Long way. It's out in America already, and it's doing really well at the box office. Yeah, but we gave it a good review. Yeah, we gave it an eight. I think mm. Lucy gave it an eight. It is really good. Yeah. It's sad that it, like I guess. Like, why have they released it so they released it early in, in the US happened for with Wreck-It Ralph last year I think it's Thanksgiving I think it, yeah. and then maybe they're thinking more half term but it's not even half term in the UK no there's no reason for them to release it in January I yeah. don't think well there must be a reason but I don't people know people are it. skint maybe and they want to take their kids no it doesn't make any no. sense I don't know I don't, I don't know. know. Um, afterwards, I decided instead of going home, I was going to go see another film. Two films, uh, Murphy. It's pretty mental. What time was that? Did that it, start? It started at quarter past ten. Wow. Yeah. On school night. I know, right? I didn't. Didn't. I, I went to see. We should say what the film is. Uh, I went to see a super early screening, although it was actually late, right, lads? Hello. Uh, of Paul <laughs> Thomas Anderson's <laughs> Inherent Vice, and he in, came up. He came up and introduced the film as well, which is really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, it's like for some reason the Prince Charles in London, like they had a super early they were allowed to do it mm. super early so they showed did like two screenings of it last night um, and it was really really good that's cool um, yeah I was, I've been looking forward to that one for a while um, but apparently like Paul Thomas Hanson like he, in his intro he said uh, when I was making the film this is what this is the kind of cinema I wanted it to be shown in and uh, he cut his own little trailer for it and everything mm. um, it was called like the spotted dick screening or something <laughs> like that I bet Prince Charles Cinema couldn't believe the look yes but like, I want to come out on trailer Honestly, you don't have to. Seriously, yeah. we'd be happy just to have the film. I'll come down and do a speech. All right. Yeah. It's I'm already sold tra- out. I'm going to cut my own trailer. I'll do some food. Yeah. I'll make some, I love, I've got some potato salad. All right, it's a bit much. <laughs> it, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great film. Josh Brolin is incredible in mm. it. I really like, like him in the trailer when he's speaking Japanese. Yeah, it's really funny. It looks hilarious. 
in the it, trailer. Like it, some bits, are, some bits are really, really funny. Other bits are, are quite dark. Yeah, and yeah, it's really confusing. Is it um, a, like? I don't mean this as a criticism. Is it yeah. a cluttered film? Is in like there's lots of things in it. Like Thomas Pinchon, like I've never, I've only read a couple of his books. I've read the crying yeah. um, lot. The, his, his novels are just stuff with stuff yeah and things that don't really go anywhere and like bric-a-brac there's a lot of that but the stuff that doesn't go anywhere is really really good and nine times out of ten it'll be an actor that you absolutely love in the scene as well like um it's just, it's just really really funny and like it, i guess stuff is sort of connected but it doesn't really matter if you can't like i couldn't work out quite a lot of stuff that was connected but the scenes are so good and they're so well acted and most of the time like absolutely makes you crack up like mm. laughing but I don't know. I, I I never felt lost at any point, even though it's a very very confusing film. Um, my friend who was with me, like who he came out, there, he was like, I have no idea what I just saw. <laughs> um, like he wasn't in at all. But I don't know. I sort of let it sort of wash over me and was just like there for the ride sort of thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, it feels quite really long. It's quite long film, isn't it? It's very long. Yeah. He does make long films. Um, and it didn't feel it didn't feel that long. I think it felt like longer because I was drunk. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got drunk in between. Big Hero 6 and yeah wow. that was like 10 minutes Gav no it was like we finished <laughs> at like quarter to 9 I didn't go in there till quarter past 10 and I bought some beers to go in didn't I sorry Prince Charles stuck <laughs> 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 him in my bag I have no idea what's going on yeah you're, um, you're asleep <laughs> shouting at the screen Paul Thomas Anderson shushing me like, who's this guy <laughs> alright who are you anyway I, just on I your made mobile. it <laughs> yeah did you what have you done for me lately <laughs> <laughs> You know, P.T. Anderson directed Boogie Nights when he's 27. Did he? How old are you? 25. You've got, got two years. got two years. Oh, my, time, my, time, my time's been and gone. Yeah, I should, I, I should be making now. Magnolia by now. Oh. And then in a couple of years' time, there will be blood. Oh. <laughs> How? Crazy. Anyway. That is crazy. But when's In Her Voice out? 9th of January. So that's another late one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool. we're bringing you up-to-date movie news. Yeah. Awesome. And release. <laughs> From the future. <laughs> From the future. <laughs> Uh, just listen to this podcast in a couple of months and it'll be better love it <laughs> okay um, you've been playing a game haven't you playing games lo- playing loads of games yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm playing loads of games for about five minutes and then moving on I'm like a journeyman um, we play Far Cry 4 yeah. Far Cry 4 is the game I keep coming back to at the moment because yeah. so about two years ago um, Christmas 2012 Far Cry 3 was pretty much the IGN um, UK game of Christmas okay. like everyone's played it in the office all mm. Christmas like all of December all Christmas break yeah. came back just obsessed with that game because so it was a brilliant game and Far Cry 4 you know it's got the same bones as that game um, it's got a really pretty and impressive new setting set in yeah. Himalayas um, cool new villain um, in Pagan Min played by Troy Baker who's a little bit a little bit like the Joker, yeah. And yeah, it's just brilliant. Like, I've been doing a lot of the mission stuff because I like mission stuff. Um, Alex has just been going around liberating outposts. We played some co-op. Mm. It's just like great game where you can just do anything you want, That's and there's fun, loads yeah. of toys to play around with, and there's loads of, like, like you can go rock climbing. There's like yeah. weird stuff like in first person, like platforming. Mm. Like when you're um, rock climbing, you can swing to like some of the outposts are really inaccessible, and the little helicopters can't even go that high because cool. they start bugging out. So you've got to work out how to get up to these places, which is just really cool in its own yeah, right. That's awesome. um, but the first thing that happened to me in Far Cry Four, I've been playing for about fifteen minutes. It's the first thing that happened to me in Far Cry Three and scared the crap out of me. I was walking near a lake. And um, a crocodile came out and got me by the ankle and dragged me underwater. I didn't oh, even know wow. there was crocodiles in the Himalayas. <laughs> and there's this thing called a mugger, mugger crocodile. Yeah. What's and that? he just got me. He just, he just comes and gets you. Mugs you. Muggy. 
mugs you. Mugger. A mugger, okay. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Really crap yourself when that happens. I've, I've only just got it, so um, I need to play it, and I will, I think. I, but I, I've said this to you before, like, I, I've got a big problem with those games Ooh. because I, I don't, I'm not a massive fan of just how much you have to kill animals in it. Like, it's not a choice. Like, I think this, the, the point where I stopped playing Far Cry 3 was when my wallet was full. And he said, right, mm. now go kill three goats to make a bigger wallet. <laughs> that's, a, that's a massive wallet. Exactly, for one. But also, I was like, well, I don't want to kill three goats to make yeah. a wallet. I'd rather just spend the money. I find it quite um, hard to kill animals in games as well. Which is odd, real life. It, it was <laughs> odd because it's really easy to kill people. I think I've said this yeah. before and people have sort of criticised me. Going, oh, yeah, but you'll, you'll kill a person, will you? Yeah, yeah it's different, isn't it? Those people, it's easy, easier. <laughs> yeah. If anything, uh, if anything <laughs> easier to kill a person. Yeah. I heard it here first. Um, Alex has no problem killing animals. Like yeah. it'll give everything a bit of it. I just mm. go stab anything in the face. I like the way that you can use meat in it as well. Like Alex show, um, oh, gave yeah, me a bait, video of his stuff, yeah. and you can like he was in this little helicopter thing and literally just drop in bits of meat to lure a tiger to kill all these guys. Yeah. And I thought that is brilliant. And then you go to some outpost and you know in Far Cry 3 if you see like a tiger or something yeah, caged yeah. up you let that free and it'll do a lot of the killing for you. Mm. But now some of them have like trained the animals so if you free it it'll just come after you mm. until you well, kill its master. Yeah, don't want that. Oh. Um, yeah, me and Alex spent about 40 minutes the other day trying to kill these tortoises. <laughs> Impossible. Why? And also you can't just blow them up because if you do that you damage them. And you can't. Oh, use you need the shell. Yeah, Why so are you trying to kill tortoises for? I don't know. <laughs> Fun, isn't it? Scum. Scum. <laughs> what are you about? Well, I don't like that. Alex is trying for ages now, and I just, I, I'm just like, I've got the wingsuit, so I've been playing longer than Alex. Yeah. And he was trying it for ages, trying to like use his bow and arrow to like get their heads when they, because you have to stand back for like a certain distance so they okay. come out of their shells. Hmm. Alex was trying to like hit them with his. Um, bow and arrow and I just flew in with my wingsuit like Superman nice. and just got my grenade launcher out and blew them up <laughs> <laughs> they were unusable and, oh I sound quite that's mean now yeah, yeah that's good it's not real not real yeah it feels real though that's the thing and it does look amazing on PS4 as well it's like, beautiful it's so. like um, one that, like, that's, that's cross gen as well but you look at it on PS4 and you go blimey that's a really good looking game yeah. facial animations are really good as mm. well yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. Pro- I think that will probably be my Christmas game. Mm. There's a lot of variety in it as well. Because mm. when you first started playing, I was like, oh, well, this looks quite similar. Just loads of trees and hills. But there's not. There's loads of stuff you find, like temples. Yeah. You go up into the Himalayas. There's loads of cool stuff. What's mm. the story like? Because I've heard like a lot of people criticizing the fact that like Pagan Min's not in it that much. But No, he has such an amazing intro. And there's a really cool Easter egg yeah. that you can complete the game after 15 minutes. Really? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, he has this amazing intro, which they showed at E3. It was the yeah. first footage, just like the first 15 minutes of the game. Mm. But then he's there taunting you a lot over the walkie-talkie that you have. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I'm, I've played probably about a third of the ca- campaign missions. Yeah. So it's basically you're returning. The setup is you're returning to this um, region to scatter your mother's ashes. Okay. But she's asked you to do that intentionally because she wants you to return there. And she tricked you. She tricked you, your mum. And uh, sent you to your certain death. She wants you to become part of the resistance movement right. that right. her and her husband founded okay. to overthrow a pagan men. So I, I quite like that. My mother tricked me into doing that. I would kick off. You, you'd piss in the urn. Yeah. I'd be like, do that now. Hoover it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing it. I definitely will. So, cool. what's GTA 5 like in I, first person? I haven't played GTA 5 all that much yet because I've been fixating on Far Cry 4. Yeah. But GTA 
Oh, yeah, that looks great. Have you seen it running oh, yet? It looks, oh, yeah. it. Yeah, it looks it's gorgeous. And I, then they've added some really weird This cool is what stuff. you showed me, like the peyote bits. Yeah, so really you can go funny. around GTA, around Los Santos or Blaine County and find um, this kind of plant. It looks a bit like aloe vera. Mm. And if you eat it, you'll start tripping and you'll transform into one of, I think, 20-odd animals. That's you, so cool. The one I saw, the video, you can turn into a seagull yeah. and go around <laughs> pooing on cars. That's good. That's what I've always wanted from a game. You yeah. couldn't do that last year, could you? No. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. That's good. Um, I saw, uh, I think it was Pocalin that uplo- uploaded some Snapmatic photos. Yeah. And they look amazing. That game looks insane. And there's yeah. loads of new options. Like, So if you're, on, you're taking selfies, you can put filters on, frames, you can change your expression. Like Instagram. Pretty much. They just need to add an, uh, an extension Uploads, so you, yeah, can, yeah. you can upload directly to mm. Instagram. You think they would have? Yeah. Yeah. Get involved. Come on, guys. We yeah. actually get Will Guy on it. He, like, he loves it. He loves that Titan. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. Little Instagram mug there. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all coming together. Don't, yeah. don't have any IGM mugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really want to um, play the story again, actually, for GTA 5. Really? Yeah, I loved it. I loved Shut it so up. much last year. No, seriously. Mm. I want to jump online as well because I never really got involved with that. Last yeah, time. it didn't really work for me ever for the first couple of days, so I just never yeah. went back. Yeah, I it. never went back. Mm. I um, I created my character and I couldn't change his height, so I was just stuck like a really small character <laughs> the whole time. Welcome to my life. So <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, you couldn't change his height. I couldn't change his height. It wouldn't let me change his height for whatever reason. It was buggy. And you, and you start. I can't do this. I can't. I can't see the world through these eyes. Well, I tried, and then I saw him, and I was like, "It's not me." I don't <laughs> like. I'd rather be dead. Yeah, well, I don't want myself represented in Have this way. Have you seen way. the new option in character customization? You can um, play as old people. Oh, really? Yeah, you can make yourself yes. into like an old smackhead. Do you move a bit slower? Oh, I want that. Uh, no, but you can have crow's feet. And so I'm, I'm really thinking of making my character like a little old woman. Yeah. Oh. Online, and then wearing like a hockey mask and just going around just being be terrorising. Awesome. Yeah. Little go- cool. golf buggy. I want to play that. Man. Little old woman on a motorbike. Yeah. Be Good. Awesome. Good, good, awesome. good. Right, should we get on to the news? Right, I've got the first bit of news. This is right up my street. So this week, um, oh, there's lots of bits of Jurassic World news. So we know a trailer is inbound. There's Countdown site live. Well, there's down. a Countdown site live. We don't know if it's for a trailer. That's good. I'm, assu- I'm assuming that. So if, well, the Countdown clock ends on Thanksgiving Day at 9pm EST. Yeah. Whatever, so that's next Whatever Thursday. that is. Yeah. So that's um, Eastern Standard Time. UK. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, staying up for that. Um, but the more interesting thing for um, fans of the series that you can rummage around on, there is a viral site um, all about the fictitious company Maserani Global. Yeah. And um, Maserani Global is the company that made Jurassic World happen. After yeah. InGen collapsed following the events of Jurassic Park and Dra- Lost World, mm. they came in, acquired the technology, and in what was it, what year was it? Two thousand and five. Yeah. They opened Jurassic World. Was huge success. And this website is all about the history of the company, the history of the park, but yeah. also kind of a mission statement for the company in general. And it's, I joined. I, I worked for them. I joined as an intern. You? Yeah, moonlighting already. Is it? Yeah, you got your badge, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Got what's, your, what's your role? Um, an intern, genetics intern. <laughs> Genetics intern. Unpaid. Unpaid intern, yeah. Oh, Uh, Oh, you've got your PhD and everything. I know. Genetics and... Uh, It's kind of sad, really. Because, well, no, because it's good. (laughs) But, like, my boss is Dr. Henry Wu, uh, who you remember from the first Jurassic Park. Yeah. He's my boss. 
Um, I've had very little contact with him. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's not put to him for any one to one. Well, I thought that's what it'd be like. I thought he'd be more like a mentor, uh, and it's just yeah, not. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, I had one email saying welcome, uh, the address I have to go to, but I haven't been yet. What are your hours like? All right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> flexi time. Yeah, flexi yeah, yeah, yeah. time. I've got mean, a lot of time off. And also, US hours as well. So I'm off for Thanksgiving. Uh, that's good. Yeah, um, yeah. You um, helped hatch any little velociraptors yet? Like Not he yet, does in no. the first I've film? seen loads does he, of eggs. Does he want to do a lot of that? He does every single egg himself. Does he? Yeah. It's mad. He impregnates every single egg himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's time consuming. <laughs> but also, the picture of him that where someone has. I think actually it's just on the site. It's on the site. It? Yeah. yeah. He's still in front of loads of amber. He, like, he looks like a Bond villain. Like, he's just a scientist. Why is he looking like that? Like, I, I don't know, understand. I think you're suspicious of science in general. Especially for someone who's in <laughs> science, in the field. Yeah. I don't think you should be saying this as an intern. Yeah, maybe like not, critiquing actually. your boss in such well, a maybe they don't, way. Well, hopefully they don't listen to the podcast, Masrani. He's probably busy, <laughs> isn't he? So the CEO is Simon Masrani. And he talks about on the website about... There's lots of interesting stuff about that yeah. website. One is... They're overstating how successful and safe Jurassic World is as yeah. a facility. Like the tagline is the safest theme park in the world. If you have to point out that something's safe, it's probably not that the safe. Lady didn't yeah. yeah. test too much. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it was amazingly efficient when it opened yeah. and huge success. But there's some sense and intimation that you there's an inference that you can make that the park is uh, it's not as successful as it used to be. People have become slightly jaded. Yeah. They've seen dinosaurs. It's a long way to go visit it. Yeah. They need a new attraction. Mm. They need the next new thing. And he talks about um, using genetic technology, harnessing genetic engineering to give the next big attraction. And the rumor thing is what they're creating is something called a D-Rex. And this is a new hybrid creature from what we believe to be a a T-Rex, a velociraptor, a snake, and a cusselfish. What? And there's some leaks Lego that's tying into the game and oh, cool. into the film and one of them is of like a big white dinosaur yeah wow. so translucent skin with red eyes yeah where's well, the cuttle, cuttlefish come into it cuttlefish are fascinating creatures Rich oh, um, yeah. I've only seen them when they're dead got the green blood in his, yeah in his little thing with his little budgie cage Loves yeah it. not so impressive that maybe that's how the Jurassic World film ends <laughs> yeah you know like um, T-Rex saves the day just a big budgie that's how, uh, escalation. Yeah. Like the end of the Batman begins, escalation. That's always the problem. You, you know, we genetically engineer a giant dinosaur cuttlefish. Mm. Going to need a bigger budgie. The, mm. the, <laughs> the, the site is really good as well. Like the, the countdown site. Yeah. Because we were, we were on it yesterday and I think... We it's were like a news ticker, chatting. isn't there? And it's like, yeah, there's like a news ticker that says all the different stuff going on because it's a mm. resort. Yeah. Um, but we didn't see any repeated information for about like four minutes. It was just all these yeah, different about like, things. Like, oh, yeah. like tennis courts. It's tennis courts, yeah. Although I, I, I guess I was a bit annoyed by the tennis courts then because like the dinosaurs, that should be pretty exciting, to be honest. Yeah, you're not going to go there to play tennis. Yeah, yeah it's not centre parks. But it's Jurassic World. <laughs> or is it? But Disney World is like that. It's a resort. It's like water parks. They, yeah, want, you to, true, they yeah. want you to go for like three weeks mm. and then spend loads of money while you're there. I guess so. Um, quite expensive there though, aren't they? Yeah, but going back to cuttlefish, mm. got, they've got three hearts, green blood, and they can instantly change colour. Really? Imagine that. As a dinosaur, dinosaur yeah. form. It'll be able to change colour. Wow. Do we, uh, like, it, has, has, it hasn't been confirmed anything no, about this the is all but this is super, all the, supposition. We think that people are bored by dinosaurs, because it, isn't it like there's a rumoured scene where there's like a kid, like, checking Twitter or something like that while there's a T-Rex by his... I think that's such a cool like concept. That, yeah. 
is quite cool. It, well, I think that's, but also I think it's really a cool concept because you'll be annoyed as a viewer of that film because you never saw Jurassic Park up and running. Yeah. So in the opening scenes of that movie, it will look amazing to you because instantly they'll give you what Jurassic Park promised, mm. and you'll see the audience and um, the crowd on, on in in the scene just yeah. like really bored by it, mm. like ah, oh, this yeah. is rubbish, and you'll be like. This is mate, you know, I think that's a really cool setup for the I think I've just got a bit of a hang up about people who like you know, like when you see these videos going up like or like coffee signs going like we don't have Wi Fi, talk to each other. Mm. Like I, I hate people who have a go at like technology and stuff mm. stuff like that. And I think using that be like, Oh look, she's so obsessed with her phone, she hasn't noticed this T Rex yeah. there. And I don't know, I, I can't stand that kind of attitude. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, that's right. That took a turn. <laughs> Take a selfie with a T Rex. Yeah, I would be. But yeah, I just don't like the idea that you know technology makes people uncommunicative. For them. <laughs> and I can't even say the <laughs> words because I'm so into technology. <laughs> <laughs> you get dictionary.com to pronounce it for you. Then. Yeah, uh, that's how you would handle exactly, that situation. Yeah, that's exactly how I would do it. Yeah. Okay. Do so you think there definitely will be a trailer on Thanksgiving? I think anything. What else could it be if it's not? Well, uh, anything else. We've already seen it. They've done it. Yeah. We've done it. (laughs) All this prep. All these sets now. We've done it. (laughs) It's a real park. I went to. To um, Leicester. (laughs) 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 So um, I I went to Islands of Adventure, which is the sister park of Universal Studios in Florida. And Mm. there, there's an area within that theme park that is Jurassic Park. And they have the visitor visitor center. You can go in. (gasps) And they've got all the cars and stuff. Oh, my God. I lost my mind. Because I've been to Universal Studios and I've been on on the ride. And that's really, really really good Mm. fun. Like, I I think I went on, like, three times just because it was just so good. And it was like, yeah, this is Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, Um, so from the teaser site, the countdown site, um, there's some kind of, there's, like, stylized artwork showing scenes oh, from yeah. the park. And one of the things that's in every single bit of artwork is it looks like you go around the park, some kind of safari, in a kind of Segway meets a Zorbing Bowl. Yeah. So two people can sit in these like little golf carts, but they're entirely surrounded right. in, I guess, perspex or something. Yeah. Protection they, Yeah, so like in a big hamster bowl. Mm. Imagine the, the action scene in them. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. good. I watched uh, Safety Not Guaranteed again on the weekend, and I was trying to think, like, when I was watching that, like, what about this has made, uh, like, Him. studios people go, yeah, I want, I want this guy. And I really can't see I it. I can't see mm. it at all. Like, he must be like, oh, my God. If yeah. I was him, the pressure to go from making that type of film to making yeah. this type of film, I'd be like, holy... Like, someone like Gareth Edwards obviously has an intimate working knowledge yeah. of special effects, how to integrate them. Yeah. Doing safety not guaranteed and then going to do this. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that he's not going to be good. No, I think he's going to be amazing. But I, I was trying to just go, what is it about yeah. this film that they've gone, do you know what? This dude needs to make Jurassic yeah. World. I really yeah. like safety not guaranteed. I thought it's it was brilliant. Yeah. Good, I mean, he told a good story. So maybe mm. that's... Kind yeah, of maybe, he's a, maybe he's a big. I think he's a big fan of the original movie. He just knows how to make that work again. Yeah, because so. you know Spielberg didn't know a second time around. No. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm really like. I hope that it is a trailer and it's not. Yeah. Or yeah, either trailer or real park. That's the only thing I'll accept. <laughs> or merchandise <laughs> store. Oh, can you imagine? If he was literally just buy all the stuff that they would have in the theme park, oh, I just spend so much money. Yeah, I don't know. I, when I went to university, was, I had that intention, like, oh, my God, I'm going to spend so much money in the Jurassic Park bit of it. And you go in, and you're like, this is not what I thought it would be. It's just just shit tat. Mm. Like, uh, it's not not even good tat. Yeah. Like, you need to meet my girlfriend. 
Really? Every every glass in our house is a novelty glass from a theme park. <laughs> we don't have any. Re- you know about this. I know about this. We don't have any regular glasses. They're not, gl- they're not glasses. They're cups. The cups. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not big. Apparently, it looks like we're on holiday just in our living room. It's like, oh, yeah, it's been a sea you got a big gulp. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's the thing, like, we were talking about this the other day, in the very first Jurassic Park, where, like, they show some of the merchandise, but none of that was ever really made. Like, yeah, the stuff they made like was no all brainer. crap. Like, yeah. I, I would even, I like, that. just, like, the yellow, like, rain cagoule thing. Yeah. I would definitely buy that. Hat. What What did I have? There was the stupidest thing that I had Jurassic Park. I don't know, actually. Like, I had all the, um, like, action figures. I think the worst one I've got, it, or I had, was Triceratops with... Uh, bit of chunk. Yeah, bit of chunk, chunk missing of out of that it. comes out, It's yeah. called, like, Dino... Damage, yeah. yeah. Dino damage triceratops, absolutely useless. It's, 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 oh, it's basically, it's like the world's easiest jigsaw. That goes in there on the side. I've got my T-Rex outside. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, that's, that's an original. Cool. Anyway, moving right, on. Moving on, news. next piece of news. Far Cry 4 users have accidentally revealed they have pirated the game. This is brilliant. Idiots. Yeah. There's a whole big thing on Twitter and Reddit about people saying, oh, there's no field of view option in Far Cry 4. Mm. Um and then it turns out that they've pirated the game because if you had if you bought the game on with the day one patch update, you get the field of view options. Yeah. Um, so we had Alex Hutchinson, who is the uh, director of Far Cry 4, took to Twitter and explained that legitimate of legitimate copies of the game, um, obviously via day one patch, it's all fine. Um, His actual quote is really funny. Yeah. Right? So, he, so he goes. PC players, if you're online complaining about the lack of FOV control, you have pirated the game. <laughs> um, it's pretty stupid, to be honest. I went onto the Reddit thread as well, yeah. and people have kind of like been offering options as well to like patch it up. Yeah, which is pretty bad. What 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 if you bought the PC version but you don't have an internet connection? What if you bought a box copy? Someone said that to him on his Twitter, and he said, "Well, how are they online complaining about it then?" But you well, have a phone. Yeah, you got. I guess you got a phone. That I think it's something like in Australia, and New Zealand. There's some difficulties there as well. When they're not, when they're not in Australia, New Zealand. A lot, lot of difficulties out there, Rich. Everything can kill you. <laughs> they it's like Far Cry. They live in Far Cry Five. Why are they buying the game? Go outside. They're just like they're killing animals to make a PS4. <laughs> They need to upgrade upgrade from PS3 to PS4, all right? How much does that cost? Uh, It's five goats. (laughs) (laughs) You'll blow up 15 turtles for that. That's quite a funny story, though. I quite quite like the idea that people are out of themselves as things. Um, My news story is that apparently there's been some screenshots, well, there has been screenshots leaked of Telltale's Game of Thrones game. That looks rubbish. Big Arrow. Big Arrow. Don't know what that is. Uh, Tyrion. Um, but yeah, no, it looks good. It looks like a Telltale game. Um, I didn't know that so many characters from the show and the books yeah, were going to be in it. I originally, thought gonna... I thought they were focusing on like the background characters. That's what something I thought, like that. yeah. Um, so, have you said these... about voice talent? No, I don't know. They have, I can't they imagine they've anything. got all of them. No way. So, are we going to get impressions? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you can get. sometimes you can get good ones. Like, yeah. what's his name? Tom Hanks' brother. Who does like every oh, single yeah. Toy Story game, and he sounds exactly like. And him. he does the voice in Woody as well. Does well, he? He's got what? the actual toy. Yeah, that's not ah. Tom Hanks. What? What's his name? Is Jim Hanks? Something like that. Yeah, Trevor. Imagine if Trevor you just, imagine, imagine if you had to do VOs for your more successful, famous brother. I think he enjoys it though, because he's still getting a lot of money from that. Yeah, he does and he's not famous. Like all he doesn't the, have yeah. to deal with all the publicity, and that's good. That's it's a nice good job. It's nice of Tom really to give him that work. Tom could have done that himself, couldn't he? Yeah, Colin could have probably done it. Yeah. 
But no, he's gone. No, my my little brother. Oh, he does. He does a cracking me. Yeah. <laughs> he's always, at Christmas. Oh, there's a snake in my boot. Like all the time, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, I guess, I guess. Yeah, it would feel kind of cheap if they didn't have the voice actors. And by having all like because this is everyone like Jamie, Marjorie, uh, Jamie's sister, Cersei, they're all there. Tyrion, there's one of Tyrion. Um, I sort of was but, looking forward to learning a little bit more about the other characters. I was almost hoping it was about um, they were going to go back into the prehistory. Oh, that'd be awesome! That'd be yeah. brilliant. Because I think the books—I've only read a few of the books. Have mm. you read? Them? I've never read any of them. They do a way better job of filling you in and giving you context for the present day events. Yeah. Where in the TV show they like say kind of lines about the Battle of the Trident, and you're like, yeah. "What's that?" And you find out about that stuff by going on Wikipedia yeah. and learning about those kind of <clears throat> big important events before, yeah. like the kind of the whole reign of the Mad King. It'd be really yeah. cool to do that as the, sti- yeah. as, as the mm. series. This doesn't look like they're doing that at nah. all. But I guess that's understandable. But these are leaks, so, I mean, we don't even know if it's actually part of the game or anything like that. Yeah, it could just be some cutscenes. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd really like to, like, go back to, like, Charles Dance's character and stuff like that, like, when he was, like, first, root, you know, when he yeah, was yeah. first knocking about. That'd be quite good. And, like, learn more about, like, the Lannister law. Yeah, and, and you stuff bring like Ned Stark back. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really And, like, fun, there, yeah. focus on him and Robert going <sighs> to war with the Mad King. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. You're loving all this chat about Game of Thrones, aren't you? Rich? Do not watch Game of Thrones. Basically, like Lethal Weapon. Him, like, <laughs> he's so good, like little buddy comedy. And it starts off with Thin Lizzy. Boys are back in town. <laughs> What's the like timeline of this game? Then is it? I don't know. If it's got all those characters in, and it's got Marjorie, Marjorie's that's probably in it, like yeah. from the third season, second, third season onwards. Is she like she appears in the second season? I think mm, possibly something like that. Yeah, I don't know. And it looks like they're in King's Landing as well. In the screenshot, so don't really want that. As long as it has the theme tune, I'll, oh, I definitely I'll be happy. I will. Banging that out. Uh, the other last bit of news is, I guess it's kind of news, but um, Harvey Dent made his debut on Gotham this week. Um, mm. It's the guy who plays Hunter in the American Office. That's yeah. how I knew him. I looked at him for ages. I'm like, how do I know his face? <laughs> but he plays Hunter in the American Office. He's got a real name as well. What's his uh, real name? I mean, he's a professional actor, so no. of course he has. <laughs> no, he's Hunter from The Office. I don't actually know what his real name is. Yeah. Um, but fine. yeah, it's, uh, it's again, like the, the massive problem that I have with Gotham, just so heavy-handedly like introducing a character. So you first meet him outside and sort of... Uh, you meet him outside the courthouse mm. and he's talking to a little kid and doing his like heads and tails thing. It's like... Really? Yeah. Come on. I think you would get enough of, as an audience, and being Batman literate, you'd get enough of a free song by just yeah. saying the name Harvey Dent. You'd almost just have to have his name on a door. Yeah. And just go past it when you're in the, in in like a, a slit, like a law practice or something yeah. like that, or see it on the file name. You don't need to get him coming out straight off the bat. Raise the coin. Yeah. Yeah. You know me, big old Harvey. It's like it yeah, always feels like you're like to the camera. camera. But the Riddler yeah. as well. Oh, he was like, awful. "Oh, riddle me this." Yeah. No, shut up. And like, then he's like, "Oh, you and your riddles, Edward." Like, oh, oh, where will up. this ever end? Yeah. <laughs> where will this get you? <laughs> do you reckon they're trying to do like a fan service, and it's just they're just way it, uh, too he's wrecking hard it. it? I think it's fan. It's patronizing. Yeah, fans. it is. But yeah. massively yeah. patronizing. Yeah, it's almost going for people. Who aren't really Batman fans, but yeah. you're like, oh, you you'll know this because we're doing it really heavy-handed. Do you but, remember yeah. that? So mm. I've got two housemates who are watching Gotham, and they're not like big Batman fans at all. So Why I are they watching it. Well, they really like the series, but mm. they're not like fans of Batman. Okay, and that's kind of interesting because I don't think that they're going to watch the TV show and go, oh, Harvey Dent, like oh, he's flipping the coin. 
So I think, you know, for some people... Maybe yeah, it's not for It us, needs to be yeah. heavy-handed for them, do you yeah. say? Like, that's it? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not like, We were talking about this the other night. Honestly, the way that you do that show, for, for, for me to find it interesting, scrap all these cameos. I don't yeah. care because it's a tease that will never pay off. Because this show is never going to follow Bruce Wayne into being Batman. Exactly, yeah. It's not going to run for like 20 years. And so they'll never become the characters that you want them to be. No. Yeah. So just focus on the mob. Yeah. F- focus on Falcone and make him your big bad. Well, and then it's like the wire. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what I thought. I thought it was going to be Gotham Central yeah. when they said about Gotham. And, you know, we start <laughs> off in the police. And I think, okay, yeah, it's going to be like Gotham Central. No, it's not. And it, it can't be because it's... It's, it's pitching a bit more wide, it's wider, mm. more family audience. So, it, you know, there's supposed to be all these, like, cops that are, like, grizzled and on the take. But they don't swear. No. And it just, it feels a bit inauthentic. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is the thing I don't understand because I, like, Harvey's meant to be pretty much the same age as Bruce. And now... Yeah, he, that's now all off. Like, 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 everyone's much older than him. So I don't get, like... Have you watched the, both watched the first episode? No. Yeah. So it's not a spoiler if you've not seen it, but in the first episode, there's um, oh, what's Pinkett Smith's character called? Fish-eyed Moody. Yeah, Moody. Anyway, Mo- Moody. <laughs> so when they were in her um, nightclub, yeah, and in one scene she's auditioning comedians, yeah, and it's really obvious. I reckon that guy's going to be the Joker. Definitely, yeah. And he's going to turn up in like the final episode of the season and like reveal himself that he was a crap comedian on purpose. And he'll turn. To get close to yeah, her. yeah, or something like that. But then you're going to have the joke. You're going to have all these villains. They can't with do Jim anything. Gore- it's, yeah, it? it's weird, isn't it? I find that's really weird. And they're putting so many of them in the first season. Yeah, like you could easily just do one a season, like one kind of secondary. What are they going to do? Yeah. Also, maybe don't go for the big ones. Exactly. Mm. That I mean, this is a thing I said on another podcast actually. Do like, the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Or something like that. There's and so many characters. I reimagine him for that world. It's a waste, a wasted opportunity. Because what like, the Arkham games did really well is they took the idea of a villain. Yes, Batman is there, so they can go full on. Mm. But like, do something very different with them. Same with the animated series. The I think the Arkham games made Scarecrow a more amazing character. Yeah. The animated series made um, Freeze a properly three-dimensional character. Yeah. They can do what they want. They could go and find like some little characters and do that sort of stuff with them. Yeah. But they're going full out. They're going, all right, let's Riddler, we've got him. Two-Face Penguin Maybe they're just not confident For a second series I think I wonder if they go Oh Batman's not really in it We need Yeah We need the the bright colourful characters But it feels odd as well That like Suicide Squad is Like you know that's going to be a thing as well as like all these it's, it's, it's going to be well a that's lot creating tension isn't yeah. it do you see that other story about um, the guys from Flash and Arrow kind of I can't remember who it was whether it was Flash or the Arrow in real life the actor who kind of complained that they announced the Flash the, Ezra Miller was playing the Flash in the mm. movie the same yeah. week as the Flash TV series started and he was like that's a bit unfair yeah. yeah like on the guy playing Flash and the series in general that's about to kick off and you've just totally distracted the yeah. audience that is a bit odd. It's confusing, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's really confusing because that, like, how is that character meant to live and build up an audience when people mm. are really going to be looking forward to going, oh, yeah, this, I wish it was Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah. yeah. see the one with the bigger budget. Yeah. It's yeah. odd, isn't it? Yeah, oh. but then I think Marvel's um, approach of having a unified universe both on TV and film comes with its own logistical problems. Yeah. That you kind of watch S.H.I.E.L.D. and you're always waiting for some of the big characters turn mm. up it's like, and they well, never will 
Are they not gonna? And the, the best they'll do is like maybe a little cameo every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Be like, have they done cameos like that then? Yeah, I think Samuel Jackson's been in it, and okay. um, I can't remember a character name. Um, Thor is the Asgardian, the female Asgardian okay, warrior. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, she turns up. Um, I haven't watched any of it. Um, yeah. I yeah. I have really high hopes for Daredevil though on Netflix. I think that'll be really good. I yeah. think that's gonna be awesome. Mm. Um, I'm a big Daredevil fan. She's like Daredevil comics when I was a teenager, yeah. and mm. I just think. His he really suits TV. I've said this loads of times, but if you think about it, what's one of the most popular TV genres around? It's legal drama, yeah. courtroom drama. That's what that show can be. And then in the second half, he goes all badass. That'd be really good. That'd yeah. be awesome. It's like a genre that works already on TV. Yeah, mm. and they just add in a bit of Daredevil in anything. Yeah. Like that, you know, he's in a case, and the way that he solves it is by yeah. using his Daredevil stuff in yeah. the second It'd half. It'd be great yeah. if there's one episode where he just never has to be Daredevil because he's more badass lawyer. Yeah. I'd love that. That'll definitely happen. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Wow, oh, yeah, that'd be really good. Anyway. Good. Good, good, good. That was this week's Sh- news. Shall we go on to the talking point? Yeah. Now, yes. more games are coming out at the moment because it's busy season, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's more of a recurrent... Um, thing that games are coming out and they're a bit buggy this is not yeah. a new new thing like you no. know skyrim had problems when it came out on ps3 but it feels like quite pronounced at the moment with far cry but obviously most famously recently is unity That's which has some favorite. hilarious bugs in yeah, yeah. like the face glitches yeah what, what are your favorite unity bugs first i think yeah the face one is really really good i love the there's one that i saw um, is it the cutscene? No, it's oh. the it's the one where people uh, zoom past. So, <laughs> like, so the guy like kills kills someone. <laughs> and he's looting the he's looting the body as he's looting the body, and he's put a sound and he's put a sound effect as well. People that like sort of like crouch down in like almost like they're inside a go kart going yeah. like sort of zooming past people. It's really really weird. One of the best ones I've seen is. Um, the suspense killed me as well because the title was so good. It was like uh, annoying NPCs oh, interrupt yeah, yeah, yeah. scene, and it's all I know. Speaking to, I don't, I've not played the game yet, but some guy, and it's like seems quite a, a weighty scene for it the, is, the yeah. game story, and you just know it's coming. And then out of nowhere in this office, these two NPCs just appear and start going, "Oh, so <laughs> and just like getting right in their faces, <laughs> just shouting and having a yeah, conversation like, that's not oh, connected no. to it. Yeah, I'd be really French, and they, obviously they're just ignoring them. Mm. I see one's like an NPC just falling down a chimney. Just like, <laughs> just coming out. Like, completely random. Not part of the story. So what we wanted to talk about was, do publishers and developers have a responsibility to push a game back when they know that this is a real thing that might happen at launch? Or is it one of those things that they never really know how it's going to... For instance, you can QA test a game as yeah. much as you can in the run-up to release. But as soon as it's out there in the wild, in the first day, it'll be played more than you've ever had the chance to test it. Because mm, yeah. you multiply it, playing the man hours yeah, yeah, yeah. exponentially almost because by each person. Mm. There's always that stat, like CODs come out, and it's like more man hours have been playing CODs since the dinosaurs were around. Right. Um, do you think they have a responsibility to hold it back, or is some of this unforeseen? Is there any kind of... Are they trying to pull the wool over people's eyes? Yeah, I guess some of this is unforeseen because you can test stuff you know locally in your office and on like these machines but until you're it's out in the world and you know people have different settings and things like that going on you're never going to be able to know 100% that it's fixed but i do think they do have a responsibility because people are paying a certain amount of money for games and mm. for like 
obviously the Unity stuff is hilarious and that's actually quite funny. But I mean, it's still quite embarrassing if you've made the game. Yeah. And that's the and, thing that people are and, talking and about. And also, it's you know, Unity was very much traded on the fact that it was the next gen yeah. Assassin's Creed. It's mm. only being made. It was only possible because it was being developed for the new hardware. Mm. So it's almost like a showcase and a signal, you know, a statement of intent. What they're going to do with the series on next generation. Yeah quite embarrassing for them but, but I reckon those are the people that would be absolutely mortified yeah they don't obviously want people who make the game don't want to ship a game yeah. until it's yeah, of course. perfect but there's always business parties that are going to yeah. interrupt and go hey we need, we need to get this out because it will sell way more in yeah. this period of the year than if we put it we wait another six months definitely and that pressure's obviously there from the publishers yeah and you know devs can't really do much about that in, yeah. except for kind of plead to push it back yeah because mm. we went to um techland in poland a couple of weeks ago um to get some stuff on dying light which will be on the site in the coming weeks and we spoke to the guys there and they're making dying light now and they're really proud of how polished it is they've had the time they've been more in control of the game this time yeah. around they're they're publishing it themselves warner brothers are distributing but they previously worked on dead island and they worked with the publisher Deep Silver. Yeah. And they said that was a difficult relationship. They knew the game had severe bugs and they wanted to take more time to polish it and bring it up to a state where they were happy with it. Yeah. Deep Silver wanted to ship the game to make money. Okay. They didn't want to put any more money into advertising and marketing the game. Mm. They knew the game needed to go out. So that was an instance of the developers knowing mm. and they were quite they seemed quite embarrassed by that and mm. they, that's why they want Dying Light to be super polished yeah, yeah so they yeah. don't want to have this reputation of making buggy games of course yeah, yeah. and I, I just think the Unity thing is, is sad because obviously that's what people are talking about and every time you talk about Unity now the next conversation is oh we play Unity next conversation is oh it's obviously now amazing but where they don't have a face yeah I haven't like, heard much actually about Unity <laughs> yeah that's yeah, all yeah, true but with Far Cry some of the um Come on, mate. Rich, what? you need to turn your phone off. You're not that popular. Disgusting. I think it's just PPI again, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But with, uh, what with Far Cry 4, I was reading about some of the bugs on that and like actual game breaking. Some pe people on PS3 can't play it. Um, and that's like, you can. That's atrocious. That's really bad. Like, yeah. like if you've, if you've how you not game, caught this? Yeah. Um, and like what and it's it's a real mess as well because one of them like uh, one of the uh sort of things that comes up is something to do with like far cry underscore like you know you're seeing really big things on your screen that any sort of customer shouldn't be seeing yeah. uh, and yeah. it's like having these really weird sort of error messages and one of them says like far cry underscore three something and like so they everyone online were sort of saying oh well it's because i play far cry three so maybe it's connected to that shall i delete the save games there's all the different theories and stuff going mm. on it took ubisoft ages to actually just go all oh, right, okay, no, it's nothing to do with that. We don't know what it is. Um, they've been really good, and like, in fairness, they went, I saw a blog post from them, and I thought, actually, that's a really, really good thing. They literally listed every single bug that they'd heard of, and then going, this patch will fix that, this patch will fix that. So yeah. I think they're on top of it, but at the same time, you shouldn't have to deal with anything like yeah. this. I think if you pay your if you pay your money for a game, you should be able to get it home, play it, and you know everyone should have a face. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think we're kind of living in an age now where we can download like day one patch updates and patches yeah. that will fix games? And that's kind of an excuse to say, oh, well, we can ship this game and then we'll create a patch for it. Well, this, this yeah, the thing is, yeah. you know, dirty word, day one patch. Because mm. it's almost like an admission. Oh, it's not finished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> day one patch, what? Yeah. But at the same time, it, you know, I feel like this is going to, you know, this didn't used to happen when I was a kid. But yeah. But yeah. some of the old saying that when but you couldn't because, when you but, couldn't but, but, get but a all, download for but it. But it's also it's also because video games are becoming incredibly more complex. Yeah. Mm. Like you know, a thousand people probably worked on Unity. 
just think how sophisticated and complex that is as mm. a thing to get working in the first place. I'm not saying that's an excuse or trying to like um, absolve them of any sort of blame here, but is incredibly complex. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that is true. But at the same time, because there's that, that many people working on it, surely there's enough people then to be able to get it right so they can stick it out. They're all making the buildings, Gav. Yeah, that's a good point. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the, the buildings look lovely. That's really good for them. There, there's so <laughs> um, many, like, ramifications that you don't really think about, though. It's like, one day someone's computer could crash and lose a load of save files, and yeah. then I've got to work on all that again, and that pushes it all back. And just, like, little things like that, like we encounter in day-to-day life anyway. Yeah. No, you never know how much of that kind of stuff goes yeah, on. we might need to patch the podcast one week when we yeah. don't. If you Maybe this week. If you delete it. I th- I think it's worse for Ubisoft because they've had two massive games, uh, like their biggest games, out within like a week of each other. Um, because yeah. they, you know they sort of own this little bit of time yeah, every yeah. year. Yeah. So um, um. So yeah. Good luck to always online racing game the crew. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what can be done about it. Have you ever have had any really funny glitches yourself, or any really bad experiences? Not really bad experiences. I think like. I think glitches are funny. I think um, my last of us... I think you're in the right mood, yeah. Like, they're quite funny. Like, when I was playing Rogue, not so much glitches, but just, like, the gameplay is quite frustrating at times, like, Mm. controlling it. And if you're in the right mood, it can be quite funny. Like, I was trying to be this really slick assassin. And, like, I kept jumping off this ledge, even though I wanted... I could see the branch I wanted to grab. Mm. Missing it, just falling down and setting Mm. myself on fire. Yeah. I was like, that's quite funny. I've had in in Black Flag. I think I told you about it. Like I went to play like a little bit early, and um, one of the NPCs was glitching out. And I noticed that, you know, like cause if they're afraid of you, they sort of back off a little bit. Well, he just they back off and then they go off doing their normal thing. But he saw me, so he started backing off. But then he was just still backing off. So I was standing at the sort of top of this uh, sort of hill, and I could just see him still backing off. I thought, oh, he shouldn't still be backing off. So I walked down to him, and he's like, oh, done it again. And he's still backing off. And I managed to get him all the way through this village on the top of this, like, sort of little, uh, I was going to say Bryn, but that's a Welsh word, uh, this sort of mound, all the way down through the, uh, all the way down through the village, all the way to the sea. And then when he got to the sea, he did his. Uh, like falling, the pirate falling in the sea animation. So right. when you when you rescue people from the sea, they had that animation with yeah, yeah. in the thing. So he started doing that, but he was still standing. <laughs> so and this is, took me about twenty five minutes, and I probably had about three hours to play the game. And I was just standing there looking at this guy, just going. <laughs> but I turned around, just two like the like main studio and director guys just had been watching me the entire time. Oh, <laughs> God. Was like, they were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, just just doing this." Like. You know you can go off in your in the ship and just naval battle. It's like want, yeah. sharks and stuff. You can like hunt sharks. Like, you've got three hours to do this preview, um, and this is this is what you're doing. Is it brilliant? Thank you. Yeah, we've been working on this for years. Oh, uh, I felt I felt I did feel really bad. But yeah. I, th- I think they thought it was funny. Then at later. the same time, you know, you enjoyed you, it. You did it, mate. It's Open your world. thing. Sandbox, isn't yeah. it? Andy <laughs> one Pirates life for me. <laughs> I did feel a bit bad because I always feel like you have to when you have to preview games, you preview them in such weird circumstances, yeah, yeah. and the, the developers always there going, "Oh my god!" Like, and this is one of the first times people have played Black Flag as well, and it was they were sort of watching everyone going, "Oh, what is every what is everyone doing?" And then I just went and did that. They must hate us developers. They must yeah. just hate journalists. It's pretty awkward when he's like the right there and go, oh, "What do you think?" Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I throw it. It takes me a while to make up my mind if I like anything. I just don't trust myself. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, that's why. Like right after a film, when someone goes to you, "What do you think?" I don't know. 
Yeah. You need to let it settle for a yeah, little I'm bit. Yeah, I'm going to have a little think, can I? Yeah, I should say, like, we um, reviewed Unity, Marty reviewed Unity in the States, and he gave it 7.8. And he says, like, he played it on Xbox One, tested it on PS4, played it on PC. He encountered very few of these problems. Mm. Otherwise, it would have been a bigger thing in our review. Yeah. Like, he played it on Xbox One, and apparently he runs a bit better on Xbox One than okay. PS4, uh, unusually. And... Um, yeah, he didn't really encounter any of them. It's like you say, though, isn't it? it? When, weren't game breaking. When so many people are playing it, you are going to encounter you are yeah, going to encounter well, those glitches. The probability of yeah, things yeah. going wrong with such a big game as well. Yeah. Mm. Well, there we are. Have we come to any meaningful conclusions on that? Um, I don't think so. No, no I, do, I think we rarely do. Yeah. I think they need to finish the game before it's released. Well, do your best. That's what I think. Mm. Yeah. Do, yeah. Just give it a good go. Mm. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> right, moving on to feedback. I yeah. have the first piece of feedback from Peter de Bossier. Hope I pronounced that correctly. Yeah, absolutely no way did you. Listening no. <laughs> to your recent podcast, I was shocked that there was a negative comment made about the fact that there was no ships in Unity. When I found out there were no ships in this new Assassin's Creed, I couldn't stop smiling. The ships in Black Flag were very annoying after the first 30 minutes of fun. No. Was I love- it you who said this? No. Last week about... What? I love the ships. Yeah, uh-huh. so was it you that said? That I was annoyed uh, that yeah. there were oh, ships. Yeah, comment, right. yeah. I love the Paris they've created for this new game. Yes, there are some issues with the frame rate, but they don't bother me. We are going back to Assassin's Creed as it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm not convinced that we're yet back... Uh, sorry, I'm not convinced that we are back where I like to see Assassin's Creed, but then I have been distracted by random side missions. Haven't really focused on the main story. The stealth is not finished, but there is some sort of foundation there for future games. So he thinks it's going in the right direction as a new chapter in the Assassin's Creed franchise, and it's going back yeah. to yeah. its roots. It's I mean, city-based. That's the thing. I can I can kind of agree with that, but I had a lot of fun doing those ships bits, and that's the thing. Like That game, take out the Assassin's bit, it's just a brilliant pirate game. Yeah, that's right. and also, by that point, you'd had the three... Ezio games he had mm. three Connor game which everyone was pretty down on I needed something that was quite refreshing almost like a palette cleanser it was a sorbet mm. of an Assassin's Creed game <laughs> that's yeah. a nice term um, yeah. but also saying like I can see what he's saying but also going oh it feels like they're going in the right way with the stealth like what number of Assassin's Creed is this mm. Like, surely you yeah. should have this stuff locked down a bit sooner. You should probably have it down first game. The fact that thought. there's no stealth button in the old Assassin's Creed games mm. is bonkers. Mm. When I was playing Rogue, I was like, you can only be in stealth if you're in a bush. And then, wow. so as soon as you walk out of the bush, you just stand up, you're like, all right, lads. <laughs> hey, I'm an assassin. And then you have to find another bush, and then yeah, crouch in it. It's like, yeah. you're like I'd ro- I would definitely stay crouched at this point, because he can see me, and he's got a gun. Yeah. yeah. Now... Well, anyway, that's good. Cool. James has written in and says, last week you mentioned how you weren't too enthusiastic about the new Bourne movie. He says he would like, he's interested in it, um, but only if they take a Dark Knight Returns approach to the new film. Why would they? Would something along those lines interest you at all? So I assume he means the Frank Miller, so maybe he's not been born for a while. Okay. He's right. not been oh, like, right, in, okay. he's gone off being happy for a long period of time and then... <laughs> As happy as he could be, yeah, not really knowing much about himself yeah. and having and no loved ones or relatives or friends, and then Treadstone kicks up again or something like that, or Renner. See, I've never, I'm, I'm, I've I'd never be gr- been a huge fan of that series, so I don't, I, I think I've only ever seen them once, so, mm. and I don't really buy into the. I really like the second and third yeah. one. I think they're all pretty decent. Oh. <laughs> 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 so James. Nah, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's opinion. Uh, yeah, I think 
you're going to have to... I don't want to... I'm really excited that Greengrass is coming back to do it. Like, I think... If, I, if it was back just... Heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's going to be set in the 1960s. Yeah. And um, yeah. Treadstone is just Nick Berry. Treadstone's someone selling like knockoff booze outside the pu- the pub. What's the pub called in Heartbeat? All right, I'm going to look that up. Mm, don't know. I'd, I'd watch that. I reckon it's probably the only way they could do it, though, isn't it? For him to have like a massive break and then come back to it. Definitely. Because, because he's, he's going to be old. older as well. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not like in, in shape as he used to be. No, definitely like, not. He's quite, he's quite doughy, Matt Damon is. Yeah. So he's going to have to get it. <laughs> Would you want to see doughy born? No. <laughs> he's always. He, I think he's always been quite doughy in the board. I think he though. probably had to like. Is he? I'm sure he must have worked out for them. You can't go. Yeah, he wasn't. He can't wasn't. have him running around. Look at the state <laughs> of him. He's, he's, an, like a, he's an embarrassment. He can't be fighting that dude. That's good. I give me something to look up to them, isn't it? As a, as a fellow doughy person myself. Well, That's what I, I, I want to see myself I, on screen. I, See that love? <laughs> Unrealistic. I, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Just, just what he's eating. Yeah, yeah. I know you can. You're eating right <laughs> now. Ah, what's it? I could do that. He's in Waterloo Station looking for someone. You do that all the oh, time. That bit's amazing, isn't it? That yeah, look at you. Look at that tone face. <laughs> Only because like I see the sort of WH Smith that I've been in. Go up, been in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think a great film is. Oh, been there. Been there. If I've been there, nine oh, out of ten. Not often see a paper chase in a big Hollywood film. <laughs> yeah, a paper chase been there. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, it's you. You're back to three. No, same, I think, same the best one's I last. Think, oh, have you only got one bit? Yeah. Uh, okay. Number three. The past few weeks have seen the release of some of the biggest games of the year, and it's made me think back to how these games were announced. Do you think that companies leak their games as a marketing strategy so that games feel like they're seeing something so the games feel like they're seeing something they shouldn't and therefore rush to see it before it even gets taken offline? What do you guys think? And that's from Carl Barrett. Assassin's Creed is leaked every single year. Yeah. Ubisoft are really good at leaking stuff. Like, they leaked, uh, I think, one of the main things that I remember them leaking, and I thought, oh, that's, that was So you were really saying they are leaking, like, 100%. In- intentionally. Definitely, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Because, do you remember, just before E3, they leaked the NFC stuff uh, for the Wii U? Oh, like yeah, the Rayman, yeah, yeah, Rayman stuff. Rayman mm. stuff. Um, and I generally think they do it just so people, so they, so they can gauge their sort of reaction yeah. a bit better as well. Because yeah. um, people get more excited because it's a leak and go, oh, yeah, this is real. It's going to be really, really good. Um, and I think you get a little bit more, like, free hype out of it. Yeah. You do. It's um, kind of that whole, like, making something viral thing, isn't Buzz. it? Mm. Oh, yeah. oh. I hate that. Let's make a viral. Oh. Well, that, that's, I think, to be honest, I, I like that sort of idea. And I think, like you were saying, that uh, Tom has unlocked... So Tom Butler who like looked through the code of the Jurassic World yeah. site and found some sort of concept art and things mm. like that like that is really interesting to do uh, to yeah, me that's really names good and stuff, yeah, yeah and that's I, cool. I think for me that's one of the things that Interstellar was missing uh, because like Nolan's films are really well known and for really it protective, and, all, yeah. and that you get all these sort of uh, viral things popping up through like a lot of his films and I just didn't get that with Interstellar I wasn't hyped at all going in um, maybe that was a point I don't know oh yeah. would what do you mean viral stuff you, there was viral stuff for Interstellar was there I oh, don't know. No, you no, said it wasn't mean, right. Okay, there was, was no hype. I think he was. I think the Batman films yeah. was more of like mm. Interstellar. Is, I think yeah, it was very controlled. Like you, very protective of them. Yeah. Secretive it was, but like the, so the first trailer for Interstellar was just McConaughey driving away from the house, crying. And obviously, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything. That I mean, that's that, the film. That in, that's the film. For that three hours. In, he has yeah. a long drive. But even, you know, even I'd the name that. Interstellar, because I, I saw oh bloody hell, Chris Nolan's doing a new 
a new film. Yeah. I have to know what this is about. Obviously, there's nothing about it. But then, even just the name Interstellar, you search that, and you, you know you learn quite a lot. Yeah, and you just went. You, you did that th- um, PhD on quantum mechanics just <laughs> to get <laughs> some info the film, yeah. on the film. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, they definitely. How long do, before don't they? we can they talk about Interstellar in, in great detail? Oh, uh, it's got to be a couple of months, isn't it? Not till after Christmas. Okay, after Christmas, we'll get back to that. I think once it's left the IMAX. And it's just on normal screens. Then, then we're out talking. Yeah. About then it. the people who are really interested in seeing it haven't bothered, so they don't deserve. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point actually. When when is it? That'd be a good talking point. Yeah. When, when is a spoiler, spoiler not, not a spoiler? spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people like pff, when you talk about like classic um, plots of classic novels that have been adapted to films, we go, oh, spoiler. Mm. Well, sorry, Jane Eyre has been out for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you not got around to it, you not got around. <laughs> yeah, to it. that's a fair point, I suppose, isn't it? I don't know. That'd be a good talking point for one year, one week, one year. Uh, I've got an email from Andreas Basner. I'm really sorry. There's no way I pronounced that right. Uh, Duck Hunt from your super van from Nuremberg, Germany. Speaking of Germany. <laughs> Well, you are, yeah. You literally said Germany two seconds ago. Speaking of Germany, that boot is a submarine, not a shoe. So sort of a <laughs> boat that can only sink but also salvage itself as well. You've got the pronunciation of das, sussed all right, but think, what is this? <laughs> well, I thought this was interesting because apparently in three of the last four podcasts, we've all mentioned, different people have all mentioned das boot. And we're saying it wrong. Right. It's not das boot. Okay. So, but think of this. Boat, when you pronounce boot, like das boat, and you're 95% there, which is good enough for me. So it's more pronounced like das boat. Yeah. And we've, oh, been, yeah. we've been saying das boot, which is a shoe, not a submarine. <laughs> but we want to say boat, but it's not a boat. It's a submarine. You got that. <laughs> I don't think I have. I'm really confused. I put this so, one in because I thought it was educational. So you say... But obviously not. So it's pronounced das boat, not das boot. Das boat. Yeah. And so that's his point. It's like we're saying boot... So it sounds like a shoe, but it's not. Right. It's Das Boat, even though it's a submarine and not a boat. Well, the thing that gets me about Got this it. is he, it's not even, Das Boat isn't even 100% correct. No, no, I think it's basically an approximation. 95% did he say? Yeah. What if it's like a northern boat? So Why if didn't I went, he tell or, us what the 100% boat, is? Maybe it's hard to... Um, he needs to write in again. And he needs to send us a voice recording of himself saying it, doesn't yes. he? I think this is awesome. And we'll play it on the show. By the way, we have a similar problem here where the Pizza Hut logo looks like a hat and hat in German is spelled hut. So everyone says Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask what we make of Dunkin' Donuts, Andreas. I really like Andreas. Oh, Send us a voice recording of you saying das boat. boat. And then we'll say no more about it. Uh, we've also got the winners of our War- World of Warcraft Warlords of Draenor competition. Um, you've, if, whoever you've won, you win... The special edition. <laughs> you don't even know what they win. You win yeah. that. Um, it's uh, massive. It's really big and it's really expensive. So if you win, well done you. So, um, so you, had, who's won? We had a couple of people write in. Uh, this is, I, I, I quite like this one from Adam Wrigley. You haven't won, mate, so don't get excited. <laughs> uh, for the Warcraft thing, other people will probably say this, but Angela Jolie for that tentacle head woman in Starcraft. Duncunt. Duncunt. <laughs> Duncunt. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Adam. I think it's a good one and I like the suggestion. Just lazy. Yeah, you should have Wikipedia'd who the tentacle-headed woman is. Um, somebody Sorry, said, uh, who's this? Oh, he hasn't even got a name. Oh, Ian French. There we go. Uh, he says, Duckant, I would like to see Jordana Brewster play the Queen of Blades, Sarah Kerrigan, in StarCraft film. Um, I know about that because it was in the office and Dwight dresses up as it, I think. Uh, I think that's one that Dry- Dwight dresses I think I up as. That yeah, that was quite good. Uh, also, Ian, you're on one, but that's a good one. Uh, the person who has one is Max Spaulding Gardner, uh, who's a duck hunt, huge fan 
guys love the podcast and also the superhero show. I would like ah. to see Jack O'Connell from Skins fame. I think he's a little bit more famous than Skins now, to be honest. Mm. Uh, play Matt Horner in the StarCraft movie. O'Connell is really coming to the fore as an acting really talent at the moment, with great performances in 71 and Stardust. I feel he fits the character of Horner perfectly as a young second-in-command behind Jim Rayner. O'Connell will be able to interact well with Rayner and would excel in commanding that bunch of misfits, primarily because he used to be one himself. So he's won. Keep duck hunting, Matt. Congratulations. Congrats. Well done, mate. Have you cool. seen 71? I haven't, no. I've not seen it yet either. either. Yeah, I really want to see it. It's start up though. Start up's yeah. amazing. Is it? 71, yeah. is so cool. 71 is shot in my hometown. Is it? So if you need a, a contemporary British town to double up as war-torn, yeah. Belfast, Blackburn. All right. Wow. I, I, I want to see Stardust, but I don't like uh, those types of prison films because it's always... Oh, I love those types of prison films. Bumming in it. Is there any bumming in it? Uh, no, actually. Oh, well, I watched it then. That's good. I don't think so. That's good. It's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I always find it a bit grubby. Like, watch. what's the one? Um, ah, oh, really old one now, with Ray Winston. Scum. Um, scum. scum. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. Uh, that's a tough oh, one to watch. Is tough. it what? Is start startups not as harsh as scum? Startups brutal. Okay. But in different ways. Cool. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Should good. we should we get on to what is out this week? What, yes. what games week? are out, Gavin? Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Which we at this point we hadn't been sent, so but apparently it's really really good. Got a really good review on site. Mm. Vince, who played it for us, I think gave a high eight point something. So yeah. great, he played mm. ninety hours for the review. That's pretty good. That's commitment. Ninety hours, and he said that after ninety hours, and then there's missions where you can hunt dragons. And he said that at the end of his ninety hours, um, he looked at how many dragons he'd slayed, and it said two of ten. It's like. Where the hell are these? And there's huge parts of the map he'd still not been to. Wow. That's bonkers. That's a big game, man. That is bonkers. Like, yeah. Crazy. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be really, really good. And yeah, from all the reviews have just been good. glowing. Glowing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, WWE 2K15. Which is out already on current gen. Mm. And the next gen one is out this week. Yeah. I, I love WWE games. Yeah, I think we gave the really current fun. gen one a bit of a average review really can we give it a six or something like that mm, that's not good but we've had lots of um, wrestlers into the US office this week we've had Hulk Hogan in shut up yeah Hulk Hogan's on up at noon this week oh, playing Evolved and then we've also got does um, he play video games and Sting not really? Sting the other Sting does he um, does Hulk Hogan play video games because uh, Evolved's not an easy game to just jump into or don't, I don't know what they've, I've just seen the artwork I don't know if it's gone live yet I've seen the artwork where yeah. it's Hulk Hogan looking at the Kraken mm. so I don't know if they've done this kind of face off or not tell what they should have got him playing WWE 2K15 because it's out this week I would have done that That's <laughs> bit, on, bit on the nose yeah maybe bit, bit on the nose but yeah. uh, Watch Dogs Wii U <laughs> finally <laughs> finally <laughs> it's been delayed and Watch Dogs has been out for about two years <laughs> how long has Watch Dogs been out? like a year? they came out this year like I reckon it's about I, a year. I know more people. Like, I'm friends with more people than the number of people that will buy Watch Dogs <laughs> Wii U globally, I think. You know four people. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, do you... I can't believe they've even still done this. That's really been... Know. Also, it's really just been shuffled out this week. Like, yeah. I got a really, like, press release of... got a press release every week about what's hitting the Wii U store, and yeah. it was just on that as one of several games. Mm. Oh, I saw it on here. Alongside Balloon Brothers, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'd been. I don't. I'd, like when I first saw Watch Dogs, uh, I thought this is a game that's perfect for the Wii U because it's got a lot of sort of you know you can In use the game second cards. screen stuff. I, I don't. I don't know if they've carried on doing that, and that's why it's yeah. taking so long. But I don't know. Uh, the other thing that's out is Escape Dead Island, which 
I know nothing about. And it's I the other Dead Island it. game. You don't care about it. It's, well, they were it's pitching current it. Gen, isn't it? Yeah. In, initially, when it came out, they were pitching it as like more of a kind of adventure game. It's kind of a bit Zelda. We gave it 6.8. saying, Escape Dead Island questions how we perceive reality. That sounds, that sounds big. <laughs> Alongside questionable zombie killing and stealth. Yeah, it says very cliched, middling combat. Mm. Nah, I'm not for that. What I am films. for is... Some really good films out this week. Yeah. Well, one in particular. Mm. Yeah. What we, we do in the shadows? Oh, you yeah. some boys. I, I think it's one of my it's one of my favourite films of this year. I oh, think. That's brilliant. I think it's, it's the funniest so film I've funny. seen this year. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I don't really. I'm when I see comedy films, like I, I'll go in my head. I will go, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But then very few do I properly laugh out loud. Yeah. And what we do in the shadows had me like cracking up throughout. Yeah. So it's, it's basically Spinal Tap with vampires. Mm. It's about um, four vampires from different eras who all live together in a flat show. In, in Wellington it's such a good idea and it's yeah it's like so many like mundane tasks you see them yeah. do but with their own little spin on it so he's like hoovering but hovering mm. yeah and and it's, it's a mockumentary so the premise is the New Zealand documentary board or film board have hired have paid for a group of documentary filmmakers to spend time with them mm. and film them in, in the run up to this annual ball that they all attend it's mm. like a supernatural ball yeah it's it's really good. I, like I love it. I think they could have made a little bit more of the crew. Like I would like to have yeah, seen that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they could have been characters in themselves. I think. Uh, but yeah, it's really really good. I think, like obviously them improvising and stuff is or is just the funniest mm. uh, things. And this like Metrodome, who were putting out in the UK, have released so many clips of it. Yeah. Um, which I keep some of it back. Yeah. And the and first six. It's, minutes it's tricky, well. isn't it? Yeah. You want to like I think that six minutes is enough to hook you. Yeah. yeah. The intro sequences, the credits, the opening credits are really awesome funny, as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's something about the supernatural and the mundane that I think mm. works so well. Definitely. It's so yeah. otherworldly, and yet they just don't really, like, can't get into a nightclub. Something really pathetic about them all. Yeah. Arguing about into, washing up. Yeah, because they can't get into the nightclub because the bouncer doesn't have to, can't, doesn't invite them in. That's brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Such a, yeah. It's such a clever use like, of, no, like, you can just come like in. lore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, one of my favourites is when they're all getting ready for a night out and they have to draw each other because they can't see themselves yeah. in the mirror. Yeah, so <laughs> clever. <laughs> It's they're brilliant. so good. So good. And I think it's really good that they're all vampires from different eras. That's fine. And they yeah. kind of um, play on different vampires from films. So they're all this flatmate is kind of like an Osferatu type yeah. vampire. Yeah. Peter. You've got a Dracula. You've got the kind of 19th century um, dandy vampire. All yeah. them sort of different. And then you've got a modern day vampire as well. Yeah. I think, so I think like that modern day vampire, like, I don't think he's been in much. He's so funny. Yeah, he is. Like, cause His he's performance just, is so just... Deadpan. Quotidian, yeah. like, yeah. sort of every day. He's just an idiot, because like, he's just an idiot, and, but, like, sometimes, because he's really, really stupid, and just the things that he comes out with and things he says, are, as you said, like, so mundane, because, like, really, like, misses eating chips, and, like, he's got a best mate that he just tells he's a vampire, but he tries to get everyone. Yeah. Like, him ex- him explaining to the Nosferatu character why he can't eat his mate, and it's like, yeah, everyone's everyone's really getting on with him. Uh, we're, all good, we're all good mates, so we just ask it. And, like, Nosferatu just standing there, sort of nodding along, like, Brilliant. Absolutely. Basically, you need to see yeah. this film. Yeah. We won't say anything more. Marking um, J.E. Part 1. I've not seen any. I've not seen any. I'm fed up with Hunger really? Games. Yeah. Have you seen any of them? I've not seen yeah. any of them. Saw the first two. The, the, I didn't like the first one. Loved the second one. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm opposite, really. I didn't, well, I didn't love the first one, but I mm. liked the first one. Didn't go on the second one. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm excited boring. for this. But yeah, Hunger Games fans, I reckon, you know, they're going to love it. Lose your boots. Mm. Get on up. 
You can get on that. I haven't now. I, 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 yeah. I put that in it. Have you? Yeah. I put that in it because just the Chadwick Boseman thing. We're going to hear a lot about him on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out. Chris um, spoke very highly about film. So you've seen it as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. very good. Really very good. good film. Yeah, I really like it. I'm a big fan of kind of musical biopics. I love Ray. Does it delve into the side, darker side of? Yes, definitely. Yeah, you it's James see... Brown. We should say it's the yeah. biopic yeah. of James so, Brown. So yeah, you really do see the dark side of James Brown. Um, what's, and... what's the dark side of James Brown? Oh, he was. You know, he's pretty harsh. Like, what do you do? He's pretty aggressive. Oh no! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, quite violent. Was he a violent man? Yeah, violent man. How is Chadwick Boseman in it? Very good. His dance moves are crazy. <laughs> Unlike other kind of musical biopics, he's not singing, <clears throat> which I don't know if that's like a hindrance or not, because you kind of I don't know. It's part of it, really, isn't it? Like yeah. when you see um, uh, Jamie Fox singing as Ray Charles. He's okay. amazing. Yeah. He's, um, and he's too, he's too talented. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jamie Foxx is too talented as an individual. But yeah, like yeah. Chad Boseman, like he's nailed the performance. Even though it doesn't really look like James Brown, he's like properly gotten into it. Cool. Yeah. Well, why isn't he singing then? He just can't sing though. I guess so. But I, I mean, those songs are so hard to sing as well. Yeah. As You need a certain voice. And the whole, the whole film is about like creating this new genre of music and having that sound okay, and that right. style. So... Actually, having that is going to be hard for. I any guess actor. so, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, I know what you mean though. It does feel like it's almost missing something because, like, Walk the Line. One of the coolest things about that is mm. they are singing these songs. Yeah, and yeah. He's doing such a really, really good. Yeah. I don't want to say impression because that's doing a disservice, but he's doing such a good yeah. impression of like Johnny Cash's voice. Yeah. Um, same with them. Um, same with Jersey Boys, actually. I don't okay. know if you've seen that, but that was all recorded on set. Right. Like, so they didn't go into a recording studio to record any of that. So that's even like taking it to. That's what they did with Les Mis as well, like yeah. filmed yeah. it on. So, yeah. That's good. Um, but yeah, definitely, I'd, I'd recommend Get On Up. And the final really is fun film. Um, The Homesman. Have the you Homesman. seen The Homesman? I haven't, no. So this is the Tommy Lee Jones film. It looks so, really, really good. Yeah, so we gave it a 7.7, good. Uh, apparently mixes psychological horror, comedy, and a Western vibe to hand Hilary Swank one of her meatiest roles. Horror? Yeah. Apparently it's quite a horrifying and scary film in places as well. It kind of mashes up a lot of genres. Cool. Don't we get that from the poster whatsoever? No, not at all. I, Seems like, like a Western. Because I, I loved uh, The Three Barrels of Marquilis Estrada, like his other film. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like he loves, and he's really at home in sort of Western type He's films. got that sort of face, hasn't he? He's got like a a weather-worn face, Tommy mm. Jones. He's also, like the trailer he's is great. really funny. Yeah. Like, he scares he, me. It's really someone funny. I never want to interview, Tommy Lee Jones. Apparently, he's quite a scary person to interview. Yeah, I could understand. Like, very that. dismissive. And, mm. Can you imagine? Like, he's like, just, well, he's an old, like, cranky old that's man. That's the thing. He's like, I've got no time for this. I think yeah. there's some people who, like, just should not be in a junket setting because it just, I don't know. I've, like, I remember interviewing Nicolas Cage once in a junket setting. It was for Ghost Rider, fair enough. But I remember just walking in and going, like, you shouldn't be here. You should be. You should in, be free. Yeah. You, should, you shouldn't be <laughs> sitting here talking to bollocks journalists all all day like mm. you should be in a hotel and we should have to be brought to you i don't know something about like i, I wouldn't that is a junket yeah i know that but <laughs> I, I, I would no but like it shouldn't it, it feels weird having the setup and that with someone you know is it like when you caliber. saw that killer whale at sea world and you're like you should be he should, he should be free we should yeah. be did you, you like go around sea. like trying to free nicholas gage yeah i did but i remember like that's the thing i i don't know there's some people who i think I don't like seeing them in a, in an environment that is like normal. <laughs> Does yeah. that make any sense? Yeah. Like, well, the people will tell you that um, Nicholas Cage's arm yeah. isn't supposed to flop over like that. <laughs> but if you keep him in a junket scenario, his arm will naturally <laughs> flop over. 
<laughs> I know what I mean. Okay. okay. Like, I, like there's another example. Like I had to interview uh, Ben Kingsley um, about the three. Uh, the, uh, it was like uh, the Baftas, but I had a 3DS on me. Is when the 3DS had just come out, and I had and like as part of my job, I had to get Ben Kingsley with a 3DS in his hand, and I, it was just ridiculous mm. because. It was like my. It was one of my first jobs, like in in games and entertainment. So I couldn't really say oh, no. I did and I started like g- give it to him, and he's just like it's Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley, yeah, Sir Ben. It's Gandhi. What's it? And he's like, he's just looking. <laughs> he has uh, no need for such an ephemeral, worldly <laughs> exactly. possession. Sir Ben Kingsley. And I, I started asking the same like bollocks questions, like, "What do you think of that?" Yes, it's, uh, it's brilliant. Yes, it's, yes, well done. And it's like I didn't make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was doing this. He's like, yeah, well, well done, you. Well done. Anyway, I'm gonna go now. Kissed you? No, I wish. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I, I don't think they yeah. should. They shouldn't exist in these types of worlds. Mm. They deserve better. Celebrities. Definitely. I think so. <laughs> okay. Well, on that um, positive um, environmentalist note <laughs> about freeing certain types of celebrities, right into the IGN UK podcast. Tell us what celebrity you think shouldn't be held in captivity. And why they should be let free. Yeah. Uh, how can they write in, Rich? IGN underscore UK. F- oh, did I do it right? IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Catchy. Yeah. I, should we change the email address to duckhunt at IGN.com? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't email that yet. I, I will don't, not, don't by the time this goes up, I will not have time to do the necessary admin to get that email alias set up. That's your That's homework. inside ba- baseball there. That's your homework. Okay. I'll, Alex won't like that. Right. He'll hate it. He I love Duck Hunt. I, I love you know, everyone podcasts. loves everyone loves Duck Hunt apart from Alex. Well, Alex does like it, but we we floated the idea of rebranding the podcast IGN Duck Hunt. Hundred percent, we should do that. But then we worried like people might not know what it is on iTunes anymore if it changes name overnight. Yeah, this is all conversations we should probably be having outside. Yeah, this the is a bit inside baseball, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, cheers. Thank you. See you Thanks. next week. Cheers. Bye. Do a good Peter from Family Guy for getting the Go for getting the mood. Go on then. <clears throat> Don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it now. Oh, you the mood. It's like because you've got to do like the face with it as well. <laughs> Go on then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Hey Lois. <laughs> that was actually good, really good. good. Hey Lois, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good. Thanks. You're a talented man. Thanks. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, 
wherever podcasts are available.